grateful, Lord, we come to you today, and you're a living God. You sit upon your throne at the right hand of the Father, and you look down upon us this day. We remembered you at the breaking of bread. And now we open our hearts to hear your precious word. Again, we know we need the supply of your Holy Spirit to be our teacher. And to reveal the great things of who you are. To help us today. To understand and worship the living God. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, this week is a big week for me. Well, I have two birthdays. Today is my 78th birthday. More important, this Friday, April 1st, my 58th year safe. So, praise God. Yeah, 58. We serve a living Savior, eh? Praise God. Today, we're going to share on something, and uh, we will read some scriptures. Too many for everybody to turn. Uh, we will let the scriptures speak the word. You want, you want to write down the passages, it would be good, but if you turn your Bible, your Bible will fall apart. We are in Mount Zion. Did you know that? Hebrews 12 says, You are come to Mount Zion. We want to look at that scripture to begin. Hebrews chapter 12. Verses 22 through 24. But you have come to Mount Zion, and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and the myriad of angels. 你们乃是来到西安山，永生神的诚意，就是天上的耶路撒冷，那里有千万的天使。To the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God the Judge of all, and to the spirits of righteous made perfect。有名录在天上诸长子之会所共聚的总会，有审判众人的神和被成全之一人的灵魂。And to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. And to the sprinkled blood, which speaks better than the blood of Abel. One more time, we want to look and behold the beauty of the Lord. The brothers inform me they have a new season and a new... Uh, theme for the season, but I'm still on the old season. So we've been beholding the beauty of the Lord. Have you seen His hand of mercy? That's what we just sang, okay? He lives, He lives, I've seen His hand of mercy. You know, David had a heart for God. And so God revealed his heart to David. And David wrote the most famous song in the Old Testament. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercies endure forever. So we've seen the Lord's mercy. Isn't that beautiful? We've also seen the Lord's love. You know, I love the book of Deuteronomy. In one sense, it's Moses' last testimony. 
He'd wandered through the wilderness forty years. And he'd seen the Lord's love. So as he came to the end of his life, he gave us Deuteronomy, which means the second law. And he spoke the law all over again. But saying, God covenanted with us because he loves us. Isn't God's love beautiful? And we also have seen how beautiful is his salvation. We pray even last night and yesterday morning, some people will still be saved by those messages. We sing that wonderful chorus, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord. Now this morning I want us to meditate on one more thing. But it may seem a little strange to you at the beginning. I don't think we can see the beauty of the Lord in this matter. Until we grow up a little bit as Christians. Because this morning I want us to look at the beauty of his judgment. Now you see, here we are in Mount Zion. And you notice from our scripture. That the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are there on Mount Zion with us. Jesus is there, and we're there because we're under His precious blood that's been mentioned. The Spirit of God is on the mountain perfecting the saints. But do you see also who's on the mountain? God, the judge of all. Now that scares sinners. You say God is a judge and they uh, become afraid. They could never live on Mount Zion with God the judge nearby. But from the time we are saved as sinners, Jesus has a special work to do upon us according to the book of Hebrews. He wants to bring us through the veil of the cross. And by his precious blood, enable us to draw near to the throne of grace. Have you drawn near to the throne of grace? And what have you discovered? One of the greatest mysteries of the Bible. Upon the throne of grace and mercy sits the God, the judge. It's that same God. You see, the Bible in Hebrews doesn't say Jesus is on the throne of grace. It says his father is on the throne of grace. Jesus is the one who is bringing us in before the Father. So when we're saved, we come to know God the Father. But you see, it takes a little while for us to mature and understand and come to know God, the judge of all. So sometimes when we hear God, the judge, even Christians, you know, we kind of shrink back. Now you shouldn't shrink back. Unless you have a sin that's not under the precious blood. But we shrink back, you know why? Because we still have a sinner's hangover. We still think, oh, maybe he's going to get me. 
You know, it's like when you're working on a job. And your boss says, "Come into my office. I have to talk to you." Oh, even though we're Christians, we think, "Oh, oh, God wants to talk to me." We start to think, "Now, what have I done wrong? I don't know." But we have to understand about God, our Judge. To see the beauty of his judgments. You know, in, in the book of Revelation, it talks about Jesus, the Alpha and the Omega. But you know, without seeing his judgments, we cannot know the Alpha and the Omega. He is our Alpha, the beginning, because He is our Creator who created it. But He is also the Omega, the end. Only things can be finished by the judgment of God. Without His judgment, nothing can be finished. God's goals are not achieved without judgment. We've been studying in these days the book of Isaiah. We see many words of judgment. Maybe you feel heavy from all of the judgment from chapter after chapter. But if you read carefully, you see beauty and purpose in every judgment. You'll begin to see the beauty of his judgments. This morning, I'd like to talk about three things where we can see the beauty of His judgment. The first thing we not want to notice is the beauty of His judgment seen in His perfectly balanced scales. You go out to Manhattan to the courthouse there, you'll see somebody holding a scales with the two sides of the scales. And the one who's holding the scales, she's blindfolded. Because this is justice. She doesn't make any decision. She lets the scale speak. This is what we're talking about with God, the scales perfectly balanced. But first, let's define judgment. This word is used 227 times in the Bible. The definition is to render a decision. Based upon objective facts. After careful consideration. Now immediately you can see one thing. Judgment is really dependent upon who is the judge. Right now, they're looking to appoint somebody as a judge of the Supreme Court. Now, our major concern should be the character of that person, because it will base judgments good and bad. Now, praise God, our God is a good judge. The scriptures say his judgments are perfect. Our God is holy. There is no sin in him. There is no shadow of turning. God is our judge. Now what do I mean 
the beauty of his judgment is the balance of the scales. When we read the many scriptures regarding judgment, we see two words often associated with judgment. Can you think what they are? There's an equal balance. Righteousness, mercy. Perfect balance. Righteousness, mercy. Now, here we're going to read some scriptures. I think my brother has them. Uh, don't try to turn there, but just write them down if you want. Jeremiah 9.24 says this. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me. That I am the Lord which exercises mercy, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. In these things I delight, says Jehovah. Judgment, mercy, righteousness. Psalm 36, verse 5 and 6. Your mercy, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the great mountains. Your judgments are a great deep. Righteousness and mercy. Now, of course, we know mercy better than righteousness, don't we? Uh, uh, we love his hand of mercy. Many of our hymns are speaking of his mercy. Do you rejoice in judgment with mercy? I hope you do. It says in Psalm 101, verse 1, I will sing of mercy and judgment unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. And we read in Psalm 89, verse 14, Righteousness and judgment are the foundation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Now here I want us to understand something. Maybe you don't like judgment. You only want mercy. But you have to understand. There can be no mercy without judgment. Did you hear that? There can be no mercy without judgment. Mercy can only be given after a judgment has been made. You understand? You have been judged a sinner. The wages of sin, you have been judged. But now God has shown you mercy. Without judgment, there could never be mercy. I don't know if you know this, uh, I don't know if it could be translated, but in English we have this saying. Grace is when you get what you don't deserve. How many of you deserve salvation? Raise your hand. I thought I'd catch somebody. Grace is when you get what you don't deserve. But mercy is when you don't get what you do deserve. What do we deserve? Hellfire. 
But by God's mercy, we don't get that. Which we deserve. Oh, how wonderful that judgment and mercy go together. But it also warns us. Because if we are not merciful, if we receive judgment, you know James chapter 2 verse 13, right? We like the second part of that verse. But it says, For judgment will be merciless to one who shall no mercy, but mercy triumphs over judgment. Why does mercy triumph over judgment? Because you've been merciful. Uh, it's so important to know. And then we have uh, finally just talking about mercy, that wonderful verse in Micah chapter 6, verse 8. I think we sing this as a chorus. He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice. That's, that's the word judgment, actually, same word. But to do judgment and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. Do you love mercy? For yourself, I think, oh, yeah. But you show mercy to others. And to do judge, just, justly. These two uh, must go together. Now we want to also praise God. That, that His judgments are righteous. That's the other side of the scale. Now what does that mean? Now there's a song in Psalm 96, verse 11. Here's what it says. Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the sea roar at its fullness. Let the field be joyful, and all that is in it. And all the trees of the woods rejoice before the Lord. Why? Why are they rejoicing? For he comes to judge the earth. And he will judge the world with righteousness. And the people with his truth. Ah, we've already seen that the judge is righteous. Here's two more verses from Isaiah we've been studying. In Isaiah 33, verse 5. The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He hath filled Zion with judgment and righteousness. You know, only the righteous can live on Mount Zion. Now, if you're on Mount Zion and you're not living by the righteousness of Christ, it's very uncomfortable. But those of you who are studying Isaiah with us, do you remember chapter 1? Do you remember how the Lord says, Come, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. How can this be? How can our sins, which are scarlet, become white as snow? Well, at the end of the first chapter of Isaiah, in verse 27, it says this. Zion shall be redeemed by judgment 
and those in her who repent by righteousness. 西安必因公平，或者是审判，同样的字，得蒙救赎。其中归正的必因公义得蒙救赎。What a wonderful statement this is! 啊，这是何等美好的句子。The Psalms declare His judgments are righteous. 我的诗篇说他的审判是公义的。Listen to Psalm 119, verse 75. 你听诗篇的一百一十九篇七十五节。I know, O Lord, that Thy judgments are righteous. And that you and your faithfulness have afflicted me. Yahweh, I know that your judgments are righteous. You have afflicted me. Now you see the writer understood something. Ah, this writer understood that when God disciplines us in His judgments, He is right. Ah, when God disciplines us in His judgments, We think God made a mistake. 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 When God judges me, He's right. Ah, 当神他审判我的时候，他是对的。He is true, even though every man is a liar. Oh, 就算每个人都是说谎的。See, this is what it means that His judgments are righteous. Oh, 这是他的审判乃是公义的。Listen how important these judgments are. Ah, 可以看到这些啊审判何等的公义。In Isaiah 26 verse 9. What a beautiful verse! Ah, this is 何等美美美妙的节。Now, when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Because you are judging the world, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. How would we ever learn right from wrong, except God's judgments are in the earth, and we can learn? Ah, because God's judgments are in the earth. So that's the first thing I want to see about the beauty of His judgment. So I hope that this is what we can understand. The first point is the beauty of His judgment. So I hope that this is what we can understand. Right? Do you see the beauty of judgment yet? Ah,、uh, you're stubborn. Okay, here's the second reason. By the word of God, we see that the beauty of judgment is because we are redeemed by judgment. Oh, this second is that the judgment of the judge is that we are redeemed by judgment. Now, maybe you think redemption and judgment are two different things. Listen to Isaiah one twenty seven. Zion shall be redeemed with judgment. Zion 必因公平得蒙救赎 Now, brothers and sisters, when we think of God, our judge. Oh, 弟兄姐妹，我们想到我们的主是那审判官的时候 Because he is a holy, a righteous, a true judge. 因为他是那圣洁的他是公义的，他是那真实的审判官。Now we should come before our Lord with fear and tremble. 我们应当恐惧战惊的来到他面前。We may be saved, but if you're really saved, you come before our God with fear. 你或许是得救的，可是你如果真正得救，你是应当带着敬畏的心来到他面前。Because His judgments are holy and perfect. 因为他的审判是圣洁的，是啊、呃，是完全的。In Psalm 75, verse 7, it says, "It is God who executes judgment, putting down one and lifting up another." Ah, 诗篇七十五篇第七节，唯有神断定，他使这人降卑，使那人升高。And in Hebrews chapter four, verse thirteen, it says, "And no creature is hidden from His sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of Him to whom we must give account." 希伯来书第四章十三节，并且被造的没有一样在他面前不显然的。原来万物在那与我们有关系的主眼前都是赤露敞开的
Now God has put it into every man to know that not only will he one day die, but he will be judged. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, it says, And just as it is destined for people to die once, and after this comes judgment. Now every man knows that. You say, how does every man know that? Because when God created man, he created man with a conscience. And a man can sense when he's done something wrong. His conscience is guilty. And because he has eternity in his heart, he also knows there will come a time of judgment for what he has done. And this is indeed a great problem. Because we know we have sinned. And we're condemned to judgment and death. And when we say God is our judge, we're saying God is our omega. Now, what does that mean? By his judgments, he eliminates sin and unrighteousness from this world. You know, his goal for all of creation cannot be reached until he has judged all sin, all unrighteousness. And also, his kingdom cannot come until Satan is judged. Until the Antichrist is judged. Until the false prophet is judged. And until all the wicked are judged. You see, it's important for his judgments to come. When we pray for the Lord to come back, we're praying for his judgments to come to this earth. But whereas hearing this causes a, the cloud of a guilty conscience to come over the sinner, but those who were saved see the beauty of his judgment. Now, how is this? Because only God the judge could save and redeem us from judgment. Listen how beautifully Isaiah puts this together in chapter 33, verse 22. He says, well, The Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. He will save us. Do you see that? God the judge is the one who saves us. Well, you thought he was the one who was going to condemn you. But God the judge has made a ruling in the court. He has made a, a judgment. And what's that judgment? You are righteous. How can God do this? How can a, a just judge say, You are righteous, I am righteous? Ah, but you understand. It's because he already brought judgment upon his son. 
That's why his death on the cross was so terrible. God had to bring an end to sin. The greatest vehicle of judgment ever in this world was the cross. So remember, you see the cross as your salvation. Jesus saw the cross as your judgment. Now I would ask you to turn to this wonderful scripture in Romans chapter 3. It's a five verses long, but absolutely beautiful verses. Here is perhaps the Bible's most beautiful picture of God's judgment. But just read parts of the verses. Verse 21. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been revealed. Verse 22. It is the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. Verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Here it is. Verse 24. You have been justified. That means you've been acquitted as a gift by His grace. Through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus. Whom God displayed publicly at the propitiation in his blood through faith. How did God do this? God is explaining to the Jews. It's because only God could wear both hats. The judge's hat and the redeemer's. So it says, this was to demonstrate his righteousness so that he would be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Do you see the beauty of judgment? Now, brothers and sisters, you know, sin has to be judged. Satan has to be judged. Sinners have to be judged. But the cross was God's judgment. That's why we cherish the old rugged cross. Because that judgment put an end to our sin. It put an end to death. It put a death, uh, an end to Satan. It put an end to a sinner. Jesus got judged on the cross, and you're no longer a sinner. That's why one of my favorite songs also causes me some trouble. But it's good. I'm only a sinner saved by grace. As long as you say past tense, I only was a sinner saved by grace. Ah, now I like it. But Paul says, by the cross of Christ, you are dead to sin. And all of that happened when Jesus on the cross said, it is finished. That was the judgment on the whole business of sin. And now, we can live in the righteousness of God because Jesus has been judged for us. What happened to Jesus when he rose from the dead? This is even more beautiful. God made him the judge from now on. 
He is now to judge all men. Listen to John chapter 9, verse 39. Jesus spoke to the Pharisees. He said, Then Jesus said, For judgment I am come into this world. That they which see not might see, and they which see might be made blind. For judgment, Jesus came into the world. Yes, himself to be judged as he dies on the cross. But what this scripture means is this. When we come before God, now you know the books will be opened. The great white throne. And all of our deeds will be there. But the judge on the throne is Jesus. And he will not ask, what sins did you do? There's one question that Jesus the judge will say. What did you do? About my sacrifice for you. You see, that's the only sin that can't be forgiven. If you don't believe Jesus died for you, then he who sits on that throne and judges you has nail scars in his hands and you ignore them. 他为你死，手上还有钉痕。What have you done about Jesus？你对针对耶稣，你有什么回应吗？He bore the cross for you。他为你背了十字架。Jesus, beautiful Savior。哦，耶稣是可爱的救主。And he holds the scales of mercy and righteousness in his hand。哦，他拿着那哦哦平衡就是慈爱和哦公义的那个天平。are you happy he's your judge? It says in John 5.22 Jesus said, For the Father judges no man, but he has committed all judgment unto the Son. And so how must we come to this judge? Humble, broken, Matthew chapter 12, verse 20. It says, A bruised reed shall he not break. A smoking flax shall he not quench. Till he sends forth judgment unto victory. You know that part of the verse? He sends judgment unto victory. And he will not break any broken person. That's why we sing victory in Jesus. But remember, it's because of his judgment. Anyone who truly fears the Lord and comes to his cross will find mercy. In Psalm 103, verse 13, it says, As a father shows pity to his children, so the Lord will show compassion to those who fear him. Now, do you see the beauty of judgment yet? You're redeemed because of his judgment. Well, you're still not convinced. Well, I only have one more thing to tell you. We've seen the beauty of the balanced scales. We've seen the beauty of judgment because his judgment is our redemption. 
啊，叫我们得到救赎。Now the third beautiful thing. 然后第三件那柔美的事。The finality of his judgment. 哦，就是他哦审判的那终结性，终局性。The scriptures are clear that all men must come before the Alpha and the Omega for judgment. 哦，圣经很清楚，每一个人都需要来到那阿拉法和俄摩加的面前受审判。Now we know. In the scriptures, there are two thrones of judgments. We know there's the great white throne of judgment at the end of the day. The Omega must finalize everything. He has to get rid of sin. He has to get, get rid of Satan. He has to get rid of wickedness. 他要毁去啊罪，他要毁去啊撒旦，他要毁去各样的不义。So he sits upon the throne. 所以他坐在宝座上。The books are open. 这个书卷展开。And the book of life is open. 然后呢，生命册也展开。And it says in Revelation 20:12 at the end of the verse, the dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. 哦，启示录二十章第十二节。死了的人都凭着这些案卷所记载的，照他们所行的受审判。Now some say all of us, including Christians, will come before that throne. 啊，有一些人说，呃，我们包括就是基督徒都会来到那个宝座跟前。But when he sees your name in the Lamb's book of life, he says you're acquitted. 啊，可是当你当他看到你的名字列在羔羊的生命册上的时候，他说你是无罪的。Some say we'll never go to that throne. Ah, 有一些人说我们绝对不会到那个的这个啊宝座跟前。But the scriptures make it clear that every Christian will go before the judgment seat of Christ. 可是经文非常清楚，就是每一位信徒都会来到那基督台前。Now that's the second throne. 啊，那就是第二个宝座。That's the throne for Christians. 那是对啊为基督徒的宝座。In Second Corinthians five ten. 啊，是哥林多后书第五章十节。For we must all appear, all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That everyone may receive the things done in his body according to what he had done, whether it be good or bad. So all of us will be brought before the judgment seat of Christ as Christians. 所以我们众呃众人基督徒，我们都会被带到基督台前。How do you see the beauty of that judgment seat? 你是不是看到了那一个审判啊台的的荣美 ？Now once again we're afraid. We say, oh boy, what's he gonna say to me? 啊，我们又好像还会惧怕他会跟我们说什么呢 ？I think I made a lot of trouble. 啊，我想我真的是糟糕了。Well, the Bible does say that those who've been unfaithful to Him, even as Christians. Will be judged. Ah, 圣经的确说，我们那些对他不忠心的啊，也是会受审判。They'll be restricted in the time of the kingdom. Ah, 在那呃国度的时间，他也会啊受到一些限制。And they will lose some of their reward. Ah, 他们也会失去他们的一些奖赏。But that's not the side you see. Ah, 可是这不是你所看到的。Because you're faithful to the Lord. Ah, 因为你对主是忠心的。Do you see the beauty of the judgment seat? Now, why would Jesus want to sit on a judgment seat for Christians? Ah, 为什么啊主耶稣他想要坐在这个啊为了基督徒他坐在这个审判台呢 ？Because he wants you to receive your inheritance. 哦，因为他要你得着你的啊基业。Because he wants to bless you. 啊，因为他想要。Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, well done, good and faithful servant." Because he wants to say, "Good job, Do you notice how confident Paul is? Ah, 你有没有注意到保罗非常的有信心 ？He knows he's just a sinner saved by grace. Ah, 他说我是一个罪人蒙主恩。But he says, I know that there is waiting for me a crown of righteousness. Ah, 他说我知道哦有一个啊
Because I love his appearing. Do you want the Lord Jesus to come back? Is that deep in your heart? You can expect the crown. If you will run your race, if you will keep the faith, and if you will finish your race, how wonderful is the judgment seat of Christ. The rewards of the cross will be given to anybody who took up the cross and suffered in this world. Now think of all the dear brothers and sisters who have borne a cross in this lifetime for the Lord. Think of our many brothers and sisters who have suffered because of the Lord. Now things would just not be right if he did not reward them. And according to Revelation, there are special thrones for those who are martyrs for our Lord. So that's why the Bible says it's a precious thing when somebody dies in the Lord. There's so much that still has to be worked out. Will you take your full inheritance if the Lord gives it to you? I hope you won't be like the children of Israel. And you're given all that land over there, but you just don't go get it. Oh, I know, I must have some property in the heavens. Because my name is Dana, that means I must be in the tribe of Dan. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who gets the property. But I know the Lord has a piece of property, a portion for every one of you. And the kingdom can't come, and his will can't be done until he distributes all of that. But the last part of this finality of judgment that's so beautiful is this. In the final judgments, God will be glorified. God will be glorified. Listen to Isaiah chapter 66, verse 18. For I know their works and their thoughts. The time is coming to gather all the nations in tongues. And they shall come and see my glory. There's glory at the end of his judgment. So in Matthew 25, when he talks about separating the sheep and goats, how does it begin? It says, when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. The throne will be glorious, that judgment throne will be glorious. Notice Acts chapter 17, verse 30 and 31. Paul is talking. He says, Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all men everywhere to repent. Because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the one man whom he has ordained, 
，因为他已经定了日子，要借着他所设立的人按公义审判天下。And he has given us assurance of this by raising him from the dead， 并且叫他从死里复活，给万人做可信的凭据。Oh, one more scripture about the glory of his judgment throne. 啊、uh, ，我们再看一处，就是啊，他、uh, 的审判台的荣美。Ezekiel thirty nine I will set my glory among the nations. 我必显我的荣耀在列国中。And all the nations shall see my judgment. 万民就必看见我所行的审判。And my hand which I have laid upon. 与我在他们身上所加的手。God, in His judgment, finally will be vindicated in all His ways. Oh, God, in His judgment, 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 呃、uh, ，我们的生命都是不好像不公平的。Some people seem to find trouble, find trouble. 好像有一些人经常的呃跑到这个苦难的当中。And some dear elderly Asian American woman walking down the street gets hit and killed by some I don't know what they were. 好像就会看到有一些像东方的呃年年年老的妇人，她就走在街上，哦，就好像被人家。Sometimes when I see the destruction in the Ukraine right now, the dead children they have on the streets and the mothers, it makes me angry that it's it's so unfair. 我当我看到在电视上，呃，这这是乌克兰，啊，他们有很多的孩童、孩子，啊，都就死在街上，啊，我看到这是何等好像不公平的事。Now one day God will write all those things. 啊，有一天神会照这一切的事情都。But the greatest righteousness will come at that moment of judgment. Ah, 可是最大的一件公义的事会是在审判的时候。When God will be vindicated for all His ways. Ah, 神会在他一切所行的事上得到的澄清。Right now, man and the devil make false accusations about our God. Ah, 现在许多的人还有啊魔鬼，他们都会啊假意的来啊控告神。They use His name as a curse word. Ah, 他们会。Uh, they blame him for every bad thing that happens. Oh, they say our God is unfair. But on that day, all the lies of the devil will be exposed. All those wicked persecutors will be judged and destroyed. 啊，那些呃恶人，他们都会被毁灭。All the martyrs will be vindicated. 啊，每一所有的殉道者，他们都会被澄清。And through judgment, glory alone shall remain. 啊，透过了啊审判，唯有荣耀会存留。The fires of judgment shall consume all that is evil. 啊，所有审判的火会把一切的啊邪恶的东西都毁灭。And the heavenly Jerusalem shall come down to this earth. Oh, 那属那属天的耶路撒冷就会来到地上。Is there any sin? Oh, 这有没有罪恶呢 ？No. Any unrighteousness? 有没有不义呢 ？No. Any Satan? 有没有撒旦呢 ？No. Any wicked? 呃，有没有邪恶呢 ？No. Just gold, pearls, precious gems. Those are people. 啊，只有金子，只有珍珠。And God and the Lamb will sit in the middle of the Jerusalem. Ah, 只有神和啊羔羊，他们会坐在耶路撒冷的中间。That's why we need to praise God and hope that soon will come His day of judgment, where things will be made right that have been wrong for so long. 所以我们要赞美神，因为他会把许多好像非常的不易啊，跟呃被盗的事情，他都会叫他们啊转正过来。So in the end, we know our God is the living God. 所以最终我们认识我们神是一位永生神。He abides with us here on Mount Zion, between heaven and earth. 哦，他与我们在这西安山同在。哦，他是在天地之间。
And we're comforted because he is God, the judge of all. We thank him, praise him, that he sent Jesus in a cross of judgment that we might be redeemed. And even the gracious rewards that we receive in the kingdom will be because of his judgment. So this morning before we go, let's just have a couple of prayers of thanksgiving and worship to our God who is judge over us all. by all just that we have done, all the deeds. Thank you uh, for the uh, for the remanding. Uh, we just, uh, see the time to repent. We give all glory to you. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Your judgment will clear that path and ultimately burn it all away. Oh Lord, how we worship you for your provision for us. That we can be a part of what you're doing. And that you have judged our sin. An end to death because of Savior Jesus Christ. We thank you for your judgment even now as you protect your church. Your bride ready. Look forward, Lord, to that place uh, of reward with you.主啊感谢赞美你让我们知道我们是啊童年而生让我们知道我们今天啊是站在啊真的是您的真的是啊这样的慈爱公义啊怜悯的啊这样的一个呃这样的一个公义的审判的的天平上的时候让我们看见了我
mercy and righteousness. Uh, Lord, and when we go through our suffering in our lives, oh Lord, may we have the presence of the Lord and that we may follow you, you and hear your voice. Oh Lord, that on, uh, and even be on Mount Zion. Oh Lord, may we have the power of the Holy Spirit like it was poured down during Pentecost. Oh Lord, that we can look to you, uh, for you to guide us and to open our eyes. And we even continue the journey that began in, in Acts. Oh, Lord, may we experience this victorious way uh, of Mount Zion. In Jesus' name, amen.